Oh wait, no longer greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I am your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest, in all things PlayStation. Of course, you can listen to this show wherever you find your podcasts and on YouTube at the Trophy Room Show. And if you like what you hear, please consider dropping us a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts. Pop us a follow on Spotify or toss a buck our way over at patreon.com slash PS trophy room. So with all that said, with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, sir? Very sweaty. It's, it got humid yeah. all of a sudden. Like, I don't, last two days were very, very cool and nice, but now it's back to, like, humid, not fun times. Yeah. I don't like it. Bring me the cold air. Honest to goodness, I, it's been an emotional day here at the Bad Bit Household. I posted on Twitter because I announced it on the show a few weeks back. The dog had his tumors removed. He is absolutely fine. Yay. Joseph is a happy boy. Absolutely. And on top of that, I was running up and down the stairs just just a second ago. And so I'm all types of out of breath. <laughs> yeah, that cardio. You good? Exactly. Yeah, I got the cardio for the day and I'm good. And alongside us, it's been way too long. It's literally been two years since we've had Whoa. the Lord of Gaming himself on, the Duke himself, Lord Cognito. How are you, sir? Yo, what's going on, Trophy Room? Bad bit K-Steph in the building. One of my favorite PlayStation podcasts. And just balance, man. I got a lot of love for you guys. So you. once you uh, threw up the bat signal, it was just a matter of scheduling because, you know, I'm a little busy these days. That's right. But I had to show love, man, because you guys do it the right way. You, you have fun and you guys enjoy gaming. And I'm about that. So I'm going to be here. <laughs> likewise. Likewise, Cog. And listen, you've been doing a lot with Lords of Gaming. I mean, the Iron Lords every Sunday has been growing exponentially. It's nuts. But you also have this side gig. Over at Defining Duke. So before, you know, for those of you who don't know, who are you, Lord Cog? What do you do? What yeah, do you man. host? So as you said, eloquently, a uh, host of the Iron Lords podcast initially for lifelong friends that's been doing that pretty much for a while. And that translated into the podcast. And then the extension of that is Lords of Gaming.net. Got to plug a little bit, got to plug a little bit, for the, <laughs> you know, for the home team, you know. And it's just, again, a, a group of writers you know, by the gamers, for the gamers, so proud all over the world from Bahrain to Croatia to London. You know, we have people who choose to write for us and we're just so honored for, from that. And then, yeah, like you mentioned, another opportunity uh, presented itself. And um, I'm with Last Stand Media. I'm with Defining Duke. Shout out to the legendary Mr. Matty Plays. When that situation um, opened up, he was just like, hey, Cog, you were the first on my mind. And, you know, I was talking to you before, like I was, I didn't even apply for, I was like, they already have who they're looking for when they were looking for a spot. Like they're not looking for me. Yeah. So it, it was it was truly humbling, man. And I I ain't gonna admit your boy, your boy shed one when I saw the response and everybody was like, "Cog, you know, deserves it and we're happy for him." And it, it felt good. It felt good to be recognized by your peers. And yeah. I believe Ryan McCaffrey, a couple other people, said some very kind words. And, yeah. You know that, that's all you can hope for. So yeah, we've been doing that. That's an Xbox centric uh, podcast and um. We, we keep it balanced. We keep it fair. We try to have fun. We were developing our chemistry and yeah. stuff like that. Dude, and, and you guys yeah. already have it. You you and Maddie are fantastic, by the way. Thank you. Like, just in the short time that you've been on the show, you guys are one of my favorite Xbox podcasts. It's Thank like you. you, Xbox Drive, Xbox Expansion Pass, because Luke paid me to say that, <laughs> are, <laughs> are my favorite shows to listen to as a PlayStation gamer because it's not about you know, the, the console war shenanigans that we often mm -hmm. hear a lot about, just about people that are enjoying their platform, discuss the platform 
and just the news that's happening, kind of like the trophy room. So it's like, love it. I love that. I I truly do. And your chemistry between you and, and Matt are just something else, man. I I absolutely love it. I'm very he he is. Getting a chance to work with him, I didn't realize how talented he truly was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know him as a content creator. I know the Bethesda love. I know the, the RPG love and stuff like that. And I consider him, you know, an all-around gamer, all console yeah. and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, just to see his work ethic, his preparation, I'm like, damn, when I was that young, I wasn't that disciplined. I wasn't I wasn't that focused. <laughs> yeah, when, when he's like, oh, I'm like 25, I'm like, what? What? Exactly. <laughs> Bro, I'm like, what is this? I feel antiquated. I feel like the old model of something. And like, <laughs> like you know what? Like, this, you guys are like the new models and you yeah. guys are so advanced. I'm just like, wow. Like a kid that age is that prepared and stuff. But yeah, and I, and I would be remiss if I didn't shout out. You know, my, my other co-host, which is I do a Destiny podcast, which is The Last Word. Yes. And uh, my other co-host, Ebontis, and he, he's such a good dude. I'm so proud of him. His journey is has been tremendous. And, you know, he, he was a friend that I actually met at a convention and mm-hmm. we just hit it off. I'm like, hey, this guy knows his destiny. And yeah, we've been we've been knocking it out ever since. So salute to him. Absolutely. Good dude. And uh, yeah, man. So it's been it's been a full schedule of podcasts and, and things for me going on. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And listen, when, when, you know, cause you know, I'm not going to front when it comes to destiny, I've been out of the loop for a while now. And when Same. I see these dusty podcasts, I'm like, how do you guys have a weekly show? And I jumped back in earlier this week and I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> there's a lot. I'm lost and I need help. <laughs> one thing about destiny and Bungie, Bungie is, is so polarizing there's always something to talk about. <laughs> I will say that game will give you content. There is yeah. no doubt about it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. With that said, let's let's start getting into the show here. Cog, I'm very happy to have you on because it's a very, there's some Xbox questions. People got excited hearing you coming on. So with that said, I want to just preface by saying this. Uh, I got an alert on my phone. There's a flood warning as of recording. Yeah, okay. Oh. So uh, if I crash, if you hear Poseidon's thunder, that is just, you know, the, the, Listen, the that's God Listen, that's what you get upset. for not taking his boon first and going after Zeus. <laughs> that's true. I mean, come on, Hades man. Reference. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Oh, my God. Well, you know, in, in, in fairness, Poseidon, if you're listening, you have the best ultra, one of the best. That said, today we're talking about Marvel's Midnight Suns gameplay reveal. We're going to be talking about the tease, the pre-pre-preview of the Dead Space remake. We're going to be talking about how the PlayStation 5 redesign is fine. It's okay. (laughs) Everybody calm down. And of course, we're going to be talking about the Uncharted PC port rumors. And later in the show, I'll be joined by Mr. Midas for What You've Been Playing segment as we discuss his hands-on preview of Deathloop. But before we get on to all that, it's time for a Patreon pitch. To it, I want to thank our patrons over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. It's because of your generosity that this show's not just on air, but it's the reason why we sound so good, look so great, and honestly, because of your generosity, this show just keeps getting better. So thank you all. I want to thank our newest silver member, Tom Roper and Omi. 
I want to thank our new pla- or sorry, our platinum producers, Todd Burowitz and Too Soon. I want to thank our gold members, Chaotic Monkey, Gavin Goffrey, Griffin West, Jose Jimenez, Jedi Master Ren, Metal Kirby, and Robbie Bobby Miller himself. I want to thank our Silver Plus members, Hide Indoors, Nagachaka, Marcus O'Neill. Oh, it's just Ray Purple, JB the Purple Monkey himself, Jadis Vaughn Metal, Tim Ulf, Justin Rodriguez, Awesome Dave, Mr. and Missy, Mr. Nasty Boots, Cypher Primus, Captain Logan, the lists keep getting longer, and I don't know what to do at this point, Kyle. What you do keep I keep reading them? That's what yeah. we do. That's I a mean, no problem. Yeah, I, I no got to find a way to get it rhyming back in my head so that I, I don't mess this up, you know, or else I feel like I'll let people down. If I say Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, it's like, no, it's Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, you know? I feel it. I feel it. I like the inflection. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> got to get the inflections right. It's all about the inflection. But now it's time, Kyle. It is time to square up the news. The first bit of news squaring up comes from IGN uh, from both, uh, or excuse me, Matt Kim from IGN and Nibel over on Twitter. First look at Marvel's Midnight Suns gameplay. So a couple of bullet points are it has a card-based strategy system. Midnight Suns is being developed by the XCOM makers at Fire Axis. The strategy combat system might not be a big surprise, but in addition to the turn-based combat, players will also be utilizing the environment, team composition, and a random assortment of ability cards. This isn't a card game like Hearthstone, but something similar to roguelites that use card abilities like Slay the Spire. Uh, The team roster, Three Heroes Plus, Environment Impacts Gameplay. Players can use these ability cards in conjunction with the environment to deal massive damage to enemies as well. Blast your enemy at nearby gas tanks or even off the ledge to quickly clear the field of bad guys when you're in a pinch. And the social system that impacts tag team abilities between heroes. You can also coordinate team attacks if you have the right heroes with you. Improving your relationship with these characters during Midnight Sun social segments will also improve your tag team abilities. Okay. So I gotta say, this live stream with IGN was pretty weird. I don't know if I digged it all that much, but I think I liked the content that I saw in there, first and foremost. So, Cog, I'm going to turn to you because you said something very interesting, I think, a few weeks ago on Defining Dukes that caught me by surprise. And I and somehow even loved you even more because you're an XCOM guy. Yes. And I'm an XCOM guy. Oh, same. See, I didn't know I love Joffrey. Another reason. Right? It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's so, it's so, yeah, Firaxis is amazing. I love strategy games. Civ Civ 5 is my favorite strategy game of all time. Uh, I love XCOM, though I'm awful at it. I've never beaten like an XCOM scenario because I'm just like, the aliens always win. Oh, they're tough as hell. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, I I, I get comfortable, and then all of a sudden it's like, Nah, man, they killed the presidents. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it starts to snowball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I miss yeah. going to the to the labs one time and it screws me over. Mm-hmm. But that said, this is a similar, the same team from XCOM going into the Marvel Universe. How are you feeling about this? Because oh, the, the internet so... is yelling at them. Yeah, they're, they're very upset. <laughs> and, and look, yeah. uh, full disclosure, sure. I am biased and I don't care. Same. <laughs> because it's XCOM game. It's turn-based. I'm a sucker for tactical. I'm a su- sucker for tactics. You know, anything with that strategy layer is like speaks to me. That's my wheelhouse. So, you know, this is literally a dream scenario for me. You know, I am a Marvel fanboy and I am a, you know, XCOM tactical lover. And here's the thing, like... 
you know, this is the A team. So shout out to Jake Solomon and those guys. You know, those are guys that worked on a lot of the uh, XCOM, XCOM 2, those guys and stuff like that. So we heard rumblings. We heard rumblings that, you know, they were going to come out with a new um, IP. You know, obviously, I believe it was um, Jason Schreier had uh, potentially leaked it or someone had potentially yeah. leaked it, what it was going to come. So it was just a matter of when. But, you know, shout out. I got to plug a little bit. I got to shout out Mark Nora and those guys because... They had did Chimera Squad, which was like a little offshoot tactical thing. It's on PC. I'm still waiting for Comic Console. When is yeah, it coming? Never finished console? it on PC because yeah. I wanted it on PC. That same, same thing. I was like, I don't want to get too emotionally invested because mm-hmm. I want some trophies <laughs> or some achievements or something, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So so you got that going on. So I knew he they were working there. So I'm like, okay, so now Jake's working on this. So look, at the end of the day, you know. You got the heroes. You know, we're going to talk about the, the systems and stuff like that. I was surprised by the card system. I admit I was surprised. But again, you know, that doesn't bother me per se, because like I'm going to take it back to the PSP days. Like I'm it. a huge Metal Gear Acid fan. So like I lived for that where you like the, before Same. the match starts, there's a deck and yep. then you pick the powers and all that. So again, this is still my wheelhouse. So I, I was surprised, but I'm like, okay, I'm still in. I like the fact that you, you can create relationships with existing heroes. You have your own an initial hero that you make. And um, look, I, I thought it looked interesting. I like the relationship aspect stuff going on teams of three. And the last point I'll say is that yeah. with midnight Suns, is they picked a, like a sect, of Marvel that doesn't necessarily always get the shot. We got Blade in yes. there. We got Ghost Rider in yes. there, right? The Runaways. The Runaway, right. So it, it's it's a combination of fleshing out some stories, probably characters you don't see a lot. You know, obviously you got your Iron Man, you got your Cap, but I I like that aspect, you know, Blade and these guys having a forefront. So I'm in, man. I, yeah. I am in. I, I cannot wait. This speaks to me. I, I know, Internet, you're upset. I, I get it. But um, I'm in. So yeah. I'm selfish. <laughs> Likewise, dude, because like the one thing that gets me going is the fact that, yeah, like we're seeing Blade. We're seeing uh, Ghost Rider in there. Ghost Rider, for the first time, looks fucking dope. The Robbie Reyes version. Of Robert, yeah, he looks awesome as all hell. And you have like these cast of characters that you wouldn't necessarily – pick them in, in in as a as like an ensemble cast. And so it's kind of cool to see the 90s vibe like Wolverine looks like he's straight from the oh. X-Men, you know, TV show. Like in there. It's mm-hmm. it's awesome to see. I'm very excited for it as well. I think the combat system doesn't scare me one bit because a lot of people are like, "Oh, they're just going to put microtransactions in." I'm like, "How? Well, how do you It's a single player only game." So I don't I don't see the microtransactions in this. And from what the article reads, it's like if it's more like, yeah, uh, was it Slay the Spire? If it's more like that, I'm totally down on that. That's that's excellent. Kyle, I want to know what you you think about all this, man. What, I, what did you I see am that in the movie? same boat as Kyle yeah? and you, Joe. I loved every second I saw. Uh, it'd be interesting to know. Or just to see happen, me yelling at Wolverine because he misses a close-up shot. <laughs> you have <laughs> like a 90% a scratch. Yeah, <laughs> and he misses, and I scream at Wolverine. Uh, so it's be interesting if like that kind of stuff is still carrying over into this, yeah. especially with like the card system. Um, I do love the use of the environment, how that is like integral to the combat, at least from what it seems, and it, another layer of extra strategy on top, which is which is cool and like from the character standpoint i love that they created their brand new marvel hero for this 
um, in association with Marvel. Like it's canon now. This character now exists, and uh, you get to customize it wherever you want, and then just hang out with the heroes. I thought that's really really cool. Just hanging them out, hanging out with them, and raising those bonds, and give me that Emmy too. Suicide mission and loyalty stuff. Like, that's mm, what I want out of yeah. these kind of games. In addition to, like, every, I believe they said during the live stream, every suit will be uh, or have their own ultimate or, like, nice. lead to uh, the biggest ultimate, which is, like, the suits at the end. Yeah. The gold, the Midnight Suns outfit will be, like, their ultimate ultimate, I guess. Um, I hope it's got a lot of depth to it. I hope the story is intriguing enough for me to keep pushing through the difficulty. Because, yeah. like you said, Joe, with XCOM, XCOM two in particular is the one I really dove deep into. Oh, yeah. I never finished that story because I kept getting my ass beat, hard, and hard. so I'm I'm hoping that the story incentivizes me to keep going despite getting my butt beat. Oh, I, I hear you. I, yeah. I jump in just for a quick second. Joe, Go for it. Don't mind. Um, yeah, like the, the, with with um the, the narrative aspect and stuff like that as it continues to go, it, it really did start to heat up. I I was able to beat. Um, XCOM and Water Chosen is oh my god, it's so difficult. But mm-hmm. I was able to beat that one too. But it, it, they're very brutal. They're punishing in the beginning. So the key will be, you know, the 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 onboarding with this game, how they ingratiate the player, how they get them up to speed, and then I'm curious to see how that difficulty is gonna is gonna go. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I think it is extremely promising. I'm a huge fan of Jake Solomon. He's behind it. Like he's leading this. This is the A team. So I'm con- I'm confident. In the strategy and the gameplay layer, by far, I'm not even worried. The only thing is, like you said, Kyle, I want we got to just see narratively how they progress. Is it going to keep us all the way through? And do they tell some really mean, meaningful stories with what you said? You know, like a, and, a new canon character. Yeah, and to, and how is their Iron Man going to be different from the Marvel's Iron Man from Square Enix and the MCU and Cap and all these heroes that we now have in different things and how are they going to be different enough to not make them seem so similar or whatnot? And I'm hoping, I think they hinted that there's a roster of 12 and they only unveiled like six or so. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So there's some unannounced heroes. At least that's what I got from that thing. So I'm hoping we get like a, like a night crawler or, you know, some, you know, be real shady. PlayStation yet again to just like oh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man? <laughs> yep. Yo, yo, <laughs> he's ours again. <laughs> well, I know oh, I'm gonna be playing it at. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got Avengers everywhere. I was not missing out. Whatever, no, so. exactly. And if and when Spider-Man ever comes out, who knows? Mm-hmm. But no, like likewise, guys. Like I love the elements that they're pulling from. Like, yeah, get to know these characters a little bit more. I hated the question of like. So, is there a romance option? I'm like, I'm not even thinking about that. I'm not here to romance Cap. I'm here to be Cap's friend. <laughs> yeah, right? right? Like, <laughs> just like, if Rogue's there, then that's a different story. But, like, <laughs> until she is, I don't care that much. In Holly Berry Storm, like, <laughs> other than that, I don't care. <laughs> So, yeah, for me, like, I love those elements because it's taking from, like, we usually see that in, like, a Persona game, but it's in here. We're seeing a card-based system like we see in, like, you know, Slay the Spire in here. And then you see those environments. They scream XCOM uh, uh, XCOM to me. And I think that, for me, gets me really hyped. So I'm I'm really excited for what I'm seeing so far, man. Do do we think another big thing I love about XCOM is Mm -hmm. building the base? Mm. It's since that Midnight Suns, what do they call it? The Abbey? Abbey, yeah. Uh, if Since that Abbey is an established place already, are mm. we going to be able to build it out and get new 
training rooms and stuff? Like, is that core concept or is that what all the social stuff is going to take over? I think, I think they talked a little bit about that, that you'd be able to build this base over time. Sweet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And and with that, I have to let everybody know it could happen any minute because during this show, I've been having to mute <laughs> like crazy because the thunder, it shook the house. Crash, yeah, yeah, yeah. The foundation I, I, is there. I got the alert, too, so we, right, we hold it in down. Yeah, hold it, it down. We can. Kyle, how's Jiminy? Is Jiminy all right? Oh, he's long gone. Oh, he is? Oh, okay, no. You, I swear to God, Joe. He <laughs> was he not back? chirping until you said it. Oh, no. I summoned him. But listen, listen, let's scare him off. Let's scare, let's scare Jiminy off. With the next game that we're really excited to see. Because you know what? I'd be damned what the internet has to say about this Midnight Suns game. Because I'm hyped for it. I love to see that we are all hyped for it. And now this game is just... This is for me, Kyle. Take it away. Addie Robertson over at The Verge writes, Six things we learned about the Dead Space remake. Motive held a live stream Twitch session with members of the studio's creative team, showing off extremely early footage demonstrating how the gameplay and level design could work. We still don't have a release date. It confirmed a few things that will set the new game apart, but won't necessarily transform it. Isaac Clarke's voice uh, VO returns to the remake. The original Dead Space starred engineer Isaac Clarke as a silent protagonist, but in the game since then, he's been distinctly voiced by actor Gunnar Wright. Today, Wright appeared on EA's livestream to confirm that he's coming back for the remake, too. Wright's return makes the Dead Space remake sound more like a retroactive continuation of the original series, not a total reimagining of the franchise. Dismemberment is going to be more complicated. Simulated limb severing technology has advanced substantially since 2008. The live stream features some very early renderings of the game's necromorphs, and they seemed affected by weapons in more detailed in more detail and convincing. The new system includes limbs whose flesh gets stripped off as you shoot them, helping you gauge how much damage you've done. It's got weak points that feel more organic than the original game's big glowing joints. It's got more variety in how a given weapon affects a given necromorph. Zero gravity actually lets you float. The live stream's general scant in-game footage confirmed one substantial change. Dead Space's remake will let you float in zero gravity like you can in the game's sequels, rather than having to leap between surfaces with your boots otherwise anchored to the ground. There are no micro ta- uh, microtransactions. A lore infusion is coming. Motive and EA previously hinted that they'd build out Dead Space's story, and today they gave more specifics about what that might mean. Quote, we are not going to change the foundation of the story because the story is really iconic, said creative director Roman Campos Oriola. The things we want to enrich in terms of story or narrative is really about the bigger universe of Dead Space. We want to have more ties with what came after, whether it's the books, whether it's the anime, whether it's Dead Space 2. We want to put the original in a better way inside that broader universe, end quote. The game aims to flesh out its side characters. The Dead Space remake also aims to provide more depth to the characters around Isaac, including Nicole Brennan, the girlfriend that he spends the game looking for. As Campos Oriolas puts it, quote, We want to give you the means to actually look for her, and more than look for her, learn what happened to her during the outbreak, end quote. That might imply that Dead Space's remake will involve a little more active player agency than the highly linear original, or maybe it's just acknowledging that the original storyline does seem to periodically forget Nicole exists. Man, okay. Cog, first I want to go to you, Mm. all right? Because you're the guest. I want to know where your lineage, what your history is with this series. 
with Dead Space? Embarrassingly, none. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I, I was. This is a big discussion with mm-hmm. uh, a co-host of Defining Duke, and I'm so glad you guys brought this topic up because I get to look at this objectively as an mm-hmm. outsider, mm-hmm. and like he, this is like Maddie's thoughts because he's such a hardcore Dead Space guy. He's like, cock, this is the definitive. Like, this is the hardcore horror. Mm-hmm. It's the golden. He's like Dead Space 2. And he's, he's going in his bag, right? So I'm yeah. listening. I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm like, as the new guy, right, mm-hmm. should I, because part of me says, well, shouldn't I just wait and get this, right? Because this this the new hotness. This 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 the new new, right? Like, I want to yeah. get in this. So I'm like, and he's like, no. And I'm like, really? really? Yeah, because he he his thought process is he's a slightly concerned with the reputation of EA motive. Okay. From what he says and sees, he said it looks good, but apparently, based on what I'm what you just what Kyle just um, you know beautifully read was just that like they're still doing some little subtle change. So he, you know, how like something is your your prized possession, yeah. and yeah. you don't want nobody to mess. So. He's he he's willing to see, okay. but he's like he's cautious. He's like I don't know if they if they mess my base. So that's why he keeps saying, play it in its original sense, mm-hmm. and then you know you could deal with this, and then you can see the change. So I'm curious because you guys yeah. obviously appear to be the Dead Space guys. Like I want to know how. Oh, okay, I want to know Kyle. Like I I, I want to know, but you know, like how is this feeling to you? What, does, does does this sound like they altering too much, or do you like yo? This is great. So this is a good question because you often get that in films when they redo a film or, or whatever. It's it's like, oh, they they should they should have touched up here. Or perfect. Even like when, when you do a movie adaptation of a book, you know, you leave a chapter or two out. Is that the smart decision? You change how a character looks. Is that the smart decision? Uh, things like that. And when I'm hearing from this remake, it's not so much we're taking out things. It's we're adding things to the experience that may have gotten in the way of the first game. So, you know, I don't think it's really necessarily tampering with the the pacing of the game. But like when I hear things like, let's be the, the actual floating part of it. That's a good one, um, because that part in the game is kind of actually kills the pace a little bit because you're going a lot slower you're slogging through the map whereas if you now have a different way of how to move and navigate that changes things up for a more modern type of level design that we're more accustomed to if that makes any sense so there i'm like okay that's an improvement i really like no microtransactions the first game had microtransactions really yeah they had microtransactions for suits that purely cosmetic but now that that's out Awesome. I'm just getting the experience as it should be. Um, and then like the story elements, it, you know, to me, it eliminates the train. That's how, you know, every level is over. Cause you're going back to the train. So like, how is that going to, how's that going to affect me as a gamer? That's, that's more interesting more than I'm, I'm nervous about it okay. and having it being on PlayStation and Xbox uh, series, that gets me excited because this is a next gen game. Nothing is holding this thing back. How oftentimes we're like, is this a you know a cross gen game? What's what are mm-hmm. we giving up for that? Good point. Nothing here. So that's what gets me really excited. And you know, K Grim writes in. He asks, "I never got to play the 
original Dead Space. What are you guys looking forward to the most about this game? And is there major improvements? Yeah, what I just discussed right there. Definitely some major improvements for sure. And I'll say this. I think you should play the original. Because then you under, you, you have the base level of, okay, this is, this is at least, you don't have to beat it, but at least right. understand, okay, so this, this is, is this it. is what it yeah. is. So okay. I'm, I know I'm going into it because there's definitely things that they can improve, like the awful turret section of that game. Oh, God. I, it's such a bogus trophy and I hate it so much. Every time I think about it, just I have to let it be known on this show. But Kyle, I'm going to go to you, sir. What are you feeling about this news? Did you see the coverage? Did it get you? Did you get you, you know? Since 2021 seems to be the year of Kyle getting into horror games, yeah, um, I am I am into this because Cog. I don't know if you know this or you've heard me talk about it on the show. I attempted to play Dead Space a long time ago on PS3, mm-hmm. and it was during uh, the summertime, and I was playing in, in a very uh, dark corner of the Ishimura. And all of a sudden, the blackout during the summer happened out here on the Long Island. I lost all power while playing that game. And it happened the moment a jump scare was coming at me. Oh, no. So, like, I oh, refused to go life. back. Oh, I refused to go back. Let me get this man a hug. Damn. <laughs> now that I am, like, uh, played through, like, uh, four Resident Evil games this year or something around uh, along those lines, like, I'm getting more into it. I do want to see a fully next-gen horror game from the ground up on this thing. I do have the same kind of hesitation as your co-host Maddie does oh, okay. with when it comes to Motive, because like Motive, all they've worked on is, Star- is Battlefront 2 and Squadrons. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, I don't know if they're proven enough to take over this remake, and it's a mm-hmm. completely different kind of genre of game. I don't right. know. So like, there is a little hesitation for me, but hearing... That like joints are not going to have glowing points at them anymore. Like it's going to be a little bit more realistic when you dismember and whatnot. Like I trust that they're going to bring it up, and mm-hmm. hopefully this will be another remake in the same veins of a RE2 yeah. FF7 remake, a Tony Hawk remake. You know, T- recognizing the glory and the greatness that the original was, but then improving on it and making it be a today kind of thing. And I'm going to tell you right here, right now, Kyle. Just the pre-preview stuff has me because Ooh, seeing yeah. I, I did not I think saw the see. suit looks great. Oh, Good. dude, chills! Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's, yeah. it's right there. You see it? Like <laughs> he looks amazing. Like he look. I did not think we'd get that level. I thought we'd get some concept art, which we did, but like right. we actually got to see him in the hallway and seeing what they're talking about. And what I really dig out of here is a huge risk for the developers to go, hey. This game is one to two to maybe even three years out. Here's what we got right now. Okay. Yeah. This is a huge, because anybody, it's YouTube. Again, oh, yeah. we talked about it earlier. Yeah. Shock, you know, face, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fire emojis everywhere. Ah, fire emoji. Not my, <laughs> not my dead space, you know, as a oh, title. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they were just like, here's what we got. Here's what the ideas that we're shooting with, we're working with fans. Like, that's really awesome. And like the dismemberment. One of those devs was way too interested in dismemberment. <laughs> he was like dismemberment. He was bubbly in the dismemberment section. Yeah. But like even then I was like, oh, like when you shoot in the necromorph, I'm like, that is gruesome as all. I'm in. I mean, can you imagine how that bolt cutter feels on the dual sense? Oh. Like after playing like Returnal, just oh like 
haptic. How yep. great it's going to feel with the haptics. Mm. And when you t- when you turn because with the plasma cutter, you get to cut vertically or horizontally. How that's mm-hmm. going to feel when you switch between the two? Mm. Yeah, right. And Fine. even just like as he stomps through, how the haptics are going to work, Kyle? You know I'm a slut for haptics. <laughs> what are you doing to me here? Let's go. So yeah, man, I'm I'm super I'm I'm super excited. Also to see the one last thing the the story of him. And his and his uh, partner, I, I like to see that play out more. So I'm really, honestly, as 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 probably as big of a fan of this mm-hmm. series as as Maddie is. I bet I'm actually on the opposite end. I'm like, show me what you can do. As long as you're respectful, I'm gonna be fine. Because motive, you know, though uh, those squadrons wasn't my jam. It wasn't because they didn't stay true to that source material. They stood true to what Star Wars is and what the insides of an X-Wing or a TIE fighter would look like. They were very meticulous and careful with that. So to me, I'm really, I have faith that they'll stick to this material because again, they, they seem like they're also in love with it. So nice. yeah, that's good. And yeah. I believe they have um, insight and consultation from the members of the original team. Yeah which I thought is always at least a good sign, you yeah. know, that they're fans themselves and they, they're getting, you know, from the mothership, so to speak, yeah. you know, directly the in, input. Cause you want that. You, yeah. you know, I, like Kyle, you know, you were saying like, you, you know, as a fan of a franchise, you always want them to pay the, the proper homage and get the essence and not like, you know, veer off track and do mm-hmm. something so crazy that it takes away what the essence of what the, the franchise was. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Couldn't say it better myself. And please, developers, I know it's risky, but keep doing that. Keep talking to the fan base. I, I love seeing that so much. And with that, oh, boy, let's get into what was the hot this topic. This is why Kog is here, right? He's going to yell at us. About <laughs> yeah, our, the new PS5. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Take it away, so, Kyle. So Mira Khan over at PS Lifestyle writes, Digital Foundry's initial testing of revised PS5 finds no difference in performance between launch and new models. A video published by YouTuber Austin Evans, in which he tested the revised PlayStation 5, created a hoopla when he concluded that the new model is worse than the launch model because of a smaller heatsink. Since then, a number of commenters have either disputed Evans' assessment or outright branded him a Microsoft agent. Meanwhile, uh, the trusty Digital Foundry got its hands on the revised PS5 and has published its initial impressions, much to everyone's relief. Digital Foundry found no noticeable difference in performance between the launch and the revised console. Richard Ledbetter has been testing the CFI 1100 series with Remedy Entertainment's control, noting that even in the heavy area of the game, the new PS5 draws almost the same max power as the launch unit. Quote, whether the machine is hotter or not is still to be tested, but logic suggests that if the new cool assembly was not up to the task the fan would be increasing in speed and volume to expel the buildup of heat Ledbetter wrote this does not seem to be happening and hours on the power draw is still consistent too end quote oh boy oh geez oh boy oh geez cock how much did you xbox pay (laughs) austin evans for this slander <laughs> oh my god! This I, I find this quite humorous. Shout out to Austin. Can we to, can we just yeah. be called PlayStation agents? Because I like that name a whole lot. Honestly, I like it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Listen, man. This, this is a funny one. I mean, you know, it came across our line, and I'm like, oh boy, I know what's going to happen with this news. Look, at the end of the day, I do not care that 
it's nine degrees, five degrees hotter. It, none of this matters to me. Like yeah. at the end of the day, you know, these people get paid above my pay grade to understand how to dissipate heat and how to make a console. Mm-hmm. I don't do that. So I would trust their judgment that in the revision, you know, whatever compensations or corners they cut that because I'm not going to subscribe to this thing like, oh, look, the heat seeks so low. They, they're being cheap. And this is just, you know, they're going to screw over gamers. And I, I'm not I'm not there. Shout out to my brother King. Though. Shout out to my brother King. <laughs> but, oh, at the end of the day, you know, this is something. Yeah, of course, manufacturers are going to play a part. Now, I do want to clarify because I know Austin's getting a lot of smoke. You know, yeah. and I get it. You know, I do want to clarify from my understanding, he is testing just the heat dissipation or whatever, yeah. Yeah. from a temperature standpoint. Not like, yo, the performance was degraded during playing a game session or whatever, right? Yeah, so I watched di- the video before I saw this news because it right. popped up on my feed. I was like, oh, I didn't know there was even a new model, honestly. Me neither. And, and he it was he took took it or turned it on, whatever, and the new model was running a little hotter. Right. Like a few degrees. A hotter. few degrees. And, you know, that that's, listen, yeah. we, we all know what this Absolutely. is. Absolutely. You know, we all know that, look, some certain types of content and certain types of subject matter is going to, you know, get certain bases to react. And mm-hmm. I'm not being accusatory, but I just know that when you press send on that type of content, yeah. there's going to be that type of reaction, yeah. you know. So, they, you know, Digital Foundry got it. They did what they did. So hopefully the, the heat gate is, is over. <laughs> it's never over, though, Cognito. You're going to have that one guy. Because here's the thing. You'll, like, you'll see it, it, for like on Twitter, you'll see one person with, like, five followers tag all the, like, usual yeah. suspects and be like, hey, guys, have you seen this? <laughs> and it's like, and then, like, you know, <laughs> it's like, no. When I saw this, this was annoying me because it's like, <laughs> I, I know the people like, because it. like, <laughs> I know how little of a non-issue this is. And I know we're going again to see those shocked emoji faces <laughs> and like Evans's thumbnail is also like, I'm not even just pulling from his. It's literally that it's like firing emojis everywhere. It's like, is this, is, is this what we want? Like, why can't we celebrate the games that we're playing on this? But mm-hmm. alas, here is what we're talking about. And so that's what annoys me because I know people that aren't, you know, tech heads are going to stare at this and just <laughs> say things that are just nonsense, aren't true. And so I saw this information going, well, from what I know about CPUs, I don't know why this is a big deal. And then I got one of my buddies in. I was just like, hey, man, is this like, should I be worried about this? He's like, no. And he's and he's measuring the heat wrong. <laughs> <It's> like, so, <laughs> I'm like, he's like, no, I don't I don't see the I don't see the issue here. I was like, OK, cool. And then just seeing this uh, from from Digital Foundry, I'm like, let me just let the experts if, if it's an issue, these people are going to know. You know, they're the geek mm-hmm. squad. They're going to figure everything out for me. Yes. And and we're so reactionary that we're, we're also so hooked on the thumbnail or the the headline that we're not actually sitting back and going, okay, why would a billion dollar company after the red ring of death has happened, put out a subpar revision of, of a console? Why would they do that? Common sense. You know, it just, (laughs) why that doesn't make sense. And from what, you know, the article reads, and I think Jeff Grubb said it, it's mm-hmm. they're cutting back on the heat sink because 
they were a little bit too precautious with the console itself. And by pulling back on some of the heat sinks and saving up on the copper, you're able to make more heat sinks. You're able to make more PlayStation fives. That makes a whole lot of sense for me and in, in, in where I'm looking at it. And a lot of people fail to remember when you sign that long list of terms oh, yeah. of agreements, PlayStation knows Xbox knows whoever your laptop manufacturer knows how your console or how your, your piece of tech is being heated, what's being used up. So they probably took just data that they've taken from literally your console going, oh, wow, we really don't really need this much heatsink. And then (laughs) just did what they did. For a console that they're already making their money back on, I'm sure they're making right. even more now with this. Right, they're profitable now. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a good point. And what, mm-hmm. so when I hear people go like, oh, they're using cheaper components, they're using worse components, I'm like, settle down with that. Everybody makes a console super expensive at launch, and they find ways to make it less so, so that they can make money off these things, so that they could cut the prices of them, so that they can shrink down that board. It's, everything's for profit. Absolutely. So everybody, settle down with the terminology. All right. If your PlayStation catches on fire, just grab the extinguisher. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> the Lords of Heat dissipation. Exactly. <laughs> if, if anything, this just would lead to like more PS5s being put out there. Yeah. Like it's one less thing to worry about if they're making it cheaper and more easily. Then mm-hmm. more of you have a chance to get a PS5. Yeah. Uh, at least hopefully. Yeah. And again, if this was that bad, we'd already see it by now. Right, yeah. because it's already it's been out there in the wild for about what a week or two. We've yeah. been already hearing these horror stories, and so when I always tell people, like one person literally reached out to me, he's like, "Joe, you're Mr. PlayStation. Do you think PlayStation? What do you what do you think about this?" <laughs> I was just like, "Listen, if the Xbox 360 can have a failure rate of like 52, percent we're fine with a little bit of a less of a heat sink. So settle, you know." <laughs> Settle. I mean, PS4 we'll also had an issue at launch where mm-hmm. some PS4s had HDMI thing wouldn't work. Yeah. Yes. And that was a big deal, I remember. And like they revised it and it was, it's fine. Just, you know, if your PS5 is working, mine's been on this whole time. It's fine. <laughs> don't worry about it. I put, I put my PlayStation 5 in sleep mode. Oh. I don't even. Oh, I do it boldly. It. Yeah, yeah, I do it boldly. I'm I remember in, that. Yeah. I'm in the middle of a Hades run, so I didn't want to turn it off. <laughs> oh, respect, 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 respect. I respect it. Kyle, let's yeah. get into the last bit of major news here, sir. Ben Tyrer over at Screen Rant writes: Uncharted Collection PC leaks and includes all five games. An Uncharted PC collection containing all five games in the series has reportedly leaked. A reset error post shows an apparently leaked image of a social post announcing a new Uncharted collection being released for Steam and Epic Game Store. The ad shows that every cons- Uncharted console game, including the spin-off Uncharted: The Lost Legacy, will be included in the package. Intriguingly, the image also shows the logo of the recently acquired. Nix's studio in the bottom right hand corner, which would make sense considering that Sony has been quite vocal that it brought the company to help with PC ports of its franchises. The social post itself is seemingly scheduled to go live at 10 a.m., although no time zone is specified, Monday, September 6th, and will announce a December 7th release date for the Uncharted PC collection. I believe this is a whole lot of hogwash, my good friends. Oh, okay. I, I look at this image and I say, this ain't real. I, I can make this Photoshop. I don't believe it to be the case. Um, I just I, I look at it and I'm like, I'm putting this on the show for cock. I'm okay, going to tell you okay. why. 
Can tell go. you why. You know, here at the PlayStation Nation, we've been we've been fighting with each other for some oh, odd reason. I know where you're going. I know where you're going. PlayStation games headed to PC. Mm-hmm. So I want to know what your thoughts are, man. As the Xbox guy in the room, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on little Nathan Drake possibly making his way? Listen, whether mm-hmm. this is real or not, he will one day grace a, a Steam page. Right. So wh- what are your what are your thoughts on that, my man? Look, you know, I, I think in the Xbox community, they were braced earlier yeah. for this kind of, you know, business dealings, which is, you know, it comes out on the console and then also in addition to the PC, you know, in the P- in the PlayStation community, it, it's a bit different because I feel like, you know, the first person franchises, these iconic franchises, the I'm not going to say the word. Say it, say it, say it. <laughs> Don't say that. Because I know how you get. I know how you get. Triple A Vegas. <laughs> Come on. You have to say I didn't even realize you had to say that. I didn't even realize you said I know how much Joe hates it, so I had to say it. <laughs> you know, the, the banger community is strong, Joe. <sighs> and they get emotional. They get in their feelings. Yeah. How dare their prize possess. How dare that they played hours upon hours yeah. and then had this game and finished this game and then then how dare another community get a chance to touch this? How dare them? So I saw this sensitivity running running rampant. And, you know, I did, I ain't going to lie, this is the only time where King's foolishness, I did kind of chuckle, really enjoy it, which was the, like, King trolls that, like, Nixus is his favorite studio. Yeah. Right. Like, because he knows Nixus' whole role is to assist with PC ports. He didn't know who Nixus was <laughs> until that information came out. So I thought it was quite humorous. So, you know, when I saw that, <laughs> he's like, yeah, those are my guys. You don't even know who they are. Stop lying. So at the end of the day, King, you know, <laughs> I realized what's going on. This is just a taunt and a tease. But in his, yeah. in, 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 in his defense, it's like, there's nothing wrong with it. And at the end of the day, hey, you're getting more money on the back end. The console got its money up front. This is a good thing. More people get it. Don't you want Sony to succeed financially, right? Yes. And it, I don't, it doesn't take away from your experience that PC has it. It's just too much gatekeeping yeah. and, and grown men and their feelings, and we yeah. just need to stop. That That's all it is. So it, in, in this, I don't know if this particular news is true, but, you know, I do. I wouldn't be surprised in the future if they decide to do an Uncharted or a God of War or anything. It's just PlayStation's business model is a little different. Yeah. You know, they are console heavy. They're not in the same business model xbox fans have to know they're not in the same business model as as microsoft so they don't have to put day in day there's no man they're doing quite well the way they are so hey just do what you got to do and then if it's a year out later then go for it and put it on another platform and by the way i apologize that rain is coming down same bro it is i'm hearing it now i'm like i've never even heard any type of thing this and i got a second warning by the way (laughs) yeah no like even like i got a noise gate and it's usually really what like really good it's even breaking through the noise gate don't even apologize listen it's mother nature probably jiminy's controlling it somewhere he's got a weather machine (laughs) damn little cricket uh but no like i'm right there with you man i i love what you said it's it's like it's they're just gatekeeping it's just like well i had this can't have this it's like dude uncharted being on pc is great more people get to play uncharted it's not like they're throwing uncharted on xbox your box still has meaning to you so don't worry about it. Just play it on PlayStation. Have your adaptive triggers there, your haptics, all that stuff. You have it there. It's great. I love it. And give the choice to people that 
are never going to play a PlayStation. And it doesn't mean that they don't, they, they wouldn't like an Uncharted. It's just not in their ecosystem. It's not in their wheelhouse. Like, look, real talk. We talk about Hades. That thing was on Game Pass, played 30 minutes of it on Game Pass. I was like, okay, I'm going to like this, this game. Bought it on PlayStation because that's my ecosystem where I prefer to play. I know Dirt 5 is on Game Pass. I played it on PlayStation. I platinumed it on PlayStation because that's my ecosystem. It's where I prefer. It's what I like. It's where I lay my head at night. So Mm -hmm. when I see this, it's like, okay, well, chances are I won't play Uncharted on PC. But who cares? Because, you know, someone else is and they're going to hopefully get that same amount of love that I get out of it. And the only game that I would be playing on PC is Bloodborne. Let's be honest. Give me that 60 <laughs> FPS patch already, guys. Yeah, they need Getting it. sick Especially of it. Now, what Horizon got theirs too. I'm yes. thinking about you. I was thinking about you. It's it's beautiful. I play. I like. I just. I keep on just because you know when you come back to a game, literally even just two years after you beat it or whatever. I have no idea how muscle memory forgot. So all I'm doing at this point is just running around. And I'm just like, this is beautiful. I like this. Mm. I can live in this world. Kyle, nice. what do you what say you here? Do you think this is real? I mean, first it? of all, I echo what Cog said completely. Like yeah. people need to stop gatekeeping. If they are so worried about Uncharted leaving PlayStation, you've had how many years to play these games? <laughs> and you've probably played them all completely. Like, stop it. Yeah. Just knock it off. Um in fact, like this makes me excited. Get it uh, if this is real. Steam Deck. I'll play all the Uncharted on the go. Oh me? shit! I didn't even you think about me? that. Oh, and also, if it's real, what a package deal! Yes, five of the all five minus God, Golden Abyss. It. Like, come yeah, on, that's, that's insane. That's great. Um, Wait, I did you say plus Golden Abyss? Oh, I said minus. Oh, minus Golden, Golden Abyss. <laughs> because we, we had this conversation on the road to greatness. Oh, yeah? You could. Toss I think Golden it's Abyss worthy enough trash. to get like a. Yeah. PS5. If they controlled right. alt delete it by accident, I wouldn't. <laughs> I how dare you? <laughs> Disrespectful. <laughs> but I don't think it's totally real. It's not out of the realm of possibilities. I just don't think that they will release this the day before Halo. Mm. I think the date is where I'm hung up on. Okay, that's a good point. That's I, a good point. No doubt, I probably this collection will be happening. I mean, why mm-hmm. not? That's going to make a lot of money on PC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uncharted 4 is going to look gorgeous on like oh. high end PCs. Oh, yeah. It's going to look insane. Yeah. But I just don't think they'll release this collection a day before Halo. That's true. I didn't think about it. I mean, necessarily, it's not like it's competition by any means, but right. you're right. You don't want, because it will be overshadowed by Halo. Absolutely. Just because it's a PC port, it's nothing mm-hmm. of true importance. So just it's not for, a brand new Uncharted. Yeah. yeah correct. Just, correct. So, yeah, just, just put it on the side somewhere like January, February, and that. That'd probably be the no, best bet. No, stop with it. the February release dates. Yeah, You're right. February, February March. Yeah, February, no, gotta relax. We need to we need <laughs> yeah. to settle down. We need to settle down with that because God, too many games. But many you brought games. up a really good point there, Kyle. That I that I didn't even consider. So, yeah, I I, I want this to be the case. I I I'd love it to be the case because more people playing things don't upset me one bit. With that, we're going to segue. I forgot to tell you guys this in the intro. But we were joined, I was joined by Mr. Midas over from Mr. Midas uh, Games to talk about Bethesda's Death Loop. So, with that said, gang, here's my conversation with Mr. Midas. And now we're here to talk about Bethesda's and Arcane's Death Loop, one of the swan songs to Bethesda games 
on PlayStation. And here to talk about Deathloop is my good friend, my good buddy, Mr. Midas. How are you doing, my man? I'm good, man. I'm feeling energetic. I'm feeling excited. I've literally just put the jewel sense down to come and record with Ooh. you. So that that's commitment right there, you know. Literally put the jewel sense down to come and talk to you about this game. Cause I need to talk to someone about this game. Hell yes, man. And dude, I'm very ex- I'm I'm very excited to talk to you about it because this, if you don't know, this is my most anticipated game of the later half, uh, is Deathloop. Like every single thing they show me i don't know how they're able to match it but they get me more and more hyped for this game and so i'm i'm so happy that we could cross the what what do they call it if from pond. from us to to the uk the, yeah across the pond to you good sir to talk about death loop so here we go let's let's get right into it first and foremost midas the embargo for this thing very strict so if I say uh, anything that we can't talk about, you say, hey, can't talk about it. They they got assassins out there. I can't risk my life look, for this. This embargo is so strict. I got my iPad here right now just to check notes. Like this is the strictest embargo I've ever had. I thought it was bad for The Last of Us Part 2. But you see this? This is another level. All right. And for good reason, because Arcane is known for having these just incredible worlds and these level designs that are just unmatched. And this game is a, it's kind of a a love letter to what they do. And it's something that they've wanted to do for a very long time. Um, Seeing some of their, their prior prototypes that never came to be a game where it is a PVE game getting from point A to point B, but then someone's in the world trying to hunt you down just sounds super exciting. So, Let's talk right about it. The level design in this game, top level. Um, how is it? How does it compare to Arcane's previous work, like A Prey, or what everybody kind of looks at this game going, oh, it's 70s style Dishonored. Is it more than, than that? So what's really interesting, first of all, like I know how amazing Arcane are as a studio, but games like prey and dishonored never really resonated with me like they didn't really resonate with me as a gamer but the first time i saw Deathloop and it having like a black protagonist and a black antagonist and how wicked the world looks and the art style and how the colors pop they just had me gas so i'm coming from someone that is really new to really jumping into arcane games i understand the format i understand like i've watched loads of videos on dishonored so i get what they do before but for me this is almost like what um what um atlas has done with persona like persona 5 bringing people in who have been like oh yeah i know what that persona game is but there's nothing about it that really grabbed me like that's what i feel like arcane and bethesda are doing with Deathloop is grabbing people like me who've always kind of been interested and paying attention and like okay what the hell is this and i think that's where this game is winning because I've been sold just like you seeing the trailers really wanting to know what this game is but even starting it like I didn't know what this game really was gonna be like even after the state of play I'm like what is this game really gonna be so like you're saying about the level designs 
it's designed in such an incredible way where every time you're exploring, you're learning something new. So it could be like, oh, why is that thing over there shining? Or, oh, there's a ledge over there with a door. I know when I get an ability, I'm going to be able to use that ledge and I'm going to be able to find that way. And it's um, basically you are you've got like four different districts that you're going into for um, the gameplay. So I did about eight hours, like you said, and we was able to capture um, Carl's Bay. So that was the main hub that we was able to capture, even though I played all of the other hubs. And what was really dope is I was always experiencing a new way. So like I'd go down one avenue and I'd be like, oh, there's a door down there. Where's that going to take me? And then like earlier, just before I came on with you, I was redoing a, a, a one of the hubs, one of the levels going for one of the visionaries. And I found like a whole nother escape route. I was like, oh, sick. I didn't even know this. Like I ended up in a toilet and there was a hole and I was like, oh, sick. I can use that escape route. So the level design is really good because I feel like it's always piquing my interest of, mm. oh, that's one way to do it. Oh, that's another way. And the reason why it's pretty cool at doing that is I, do, I could literally just follow the same path because I don't feel like the enemies are that difficult. So I don't feel like, oh my goodness, I have to go another route because it's too hard to go that way. I'm going other routes because it's just fun. It's like exciting or I might see an enemy over there and start shooting them and then I run off to another way and I'm it, like, where the hell am I? It kind of sounds like... <laughs> Uh, like, cause for me, uh, talking about games I was never into, but I got into with Hitman three, it kind of has what you're telling me, the essence of like Hitman three, where it's like, you have your target and the aim of the game is like, keep killing that target in a different, cool, unique way mixed with, you know, for, for lack of better words, a Metroidvania esque thing of gaining new abilities so that you could come back to that level and then kill that target in unique and wacky ways is what you're yeah definitely i think the difference between this and hitman is with hitman a lot of the times you would go another route because uh maybe you got caught and then you end up in a shootout and you're like oh my goodness i need to go somewhere else where with this i almost feel like every mistake isn't a mistake mm. and that's the thing like hitman like i i am a stealth god like i like to feel <laughs> like i'm smarter than everybody else i will sit there for 10 minutes just aiming up that shot yes i've got them because i want to take out as many people as i can quiet to feel like i'm more smarter than everyone else where we're in death loop there was a time like so i'm in i'm in carl's bay i'm going to the first visionary um, and I go over to a route. I got like four people, snipe, um, all headshots. And then I turned around a corner and it was just five people who spotted me. And I just got out my shotgun. I took them all out. I made loads of noise. And then I just continued. And it wasn't, it never feels like a mistake. Like mm. being caught feels fun, which is weird. Like that doesn't usually happen in games. And I think that's a testament to arcane really understanding their audience understanding the the hubs that they've built and really understanding really great gameplay and let's talk about the gameplay for a second here because yeah we talked a lot about level design and how it how it it kind of reinforces how you play and kind of what what you're telling me is kind of playing as you go and not being punished if you're not being absolutely stealthy or not being punished if you want to just be you know guns blazing 
and talking about weapons, how do they feel? So the weapons feel really, really good. Like um, the whole thing of Deathloop, like I'm assuming everyone from your channel, they understand what Deathloop is. It's yeah. all about going into different hub areas and you're always looping over the same day, basically Groundhog Day. And it's based in different sections. And you don't keep your weapons unless you do some stuff. I'm not going to spoil none of that for mm -hmm. you because a lot of this game is kind of just learning what it is. And the weapons feel good. Like the shotgun feels weighty. Um, I do like a lot of headshots with like you've got a nail gun. Um, the power slabs, they feel good. I haven't um, discovered any like high end weapons right. yet. Um, but yeah, everything feels weighty. I think the only thing that's a little bit disappointing is they haven't done much with the dual sense. Just like you, I, was I about love to the say. dual sense controller. Yeah. yeah, I think it's one of yeah, it's one of the best controllers out there. And they haven't gone down the ratchet and clank route where they've really thing like the best parts for me is like the the haptic feedback and, and stuff like that, like you feeling the rumbles and stuff like that and feeling the guns and then um, Juliana actually talks to you through the controller, which is really, really cool. Oh, wow. But other than that, they haven't really done much. Like you're not feeling your feet step in, or you're not you're not listening to people creeping around the corner, or you, or like there's not like on uh, Ratchet and Clank where you can like hold like if you hold the adaptive trigger to a certain point, you do that kind of shot. They haven't done any of that. It's really mm. been just kind of. Just just the basic stuff that you get, but obviously because the dual sense feels so good as a controller. Yeah. You just have all of that feeling. Damn, that that see that bums me out a little bit because yeah, I love I love the adaptive triggers. I love the haptic feedback. Everybody on the podcast knows how much of a stand I am for this controller. Even the motorcycle going by knows. So <laughs> <laughs> that said, uh that that does that does bum me out. But it's good to know that they shoot right. Like it's one thing if it if it doesn't feel that great. But and then does it also literally feel great? So it's it's great to know that the guns feel good when you're shooting them. Uh, here's another question for you when it comes to combat, because again, one thing that Arcane wanted to really test out was this: you're being hunted uh, by Juliana, the antagonist. How does that play into it? And have you been able to get into an online session where someone's literally Juliana, or have you? Uh, only been able to do the AI Juliana hunting you. So for the embargo, we wasn't allowed to do any multiplayer. So it was okay. only single player um, capture. So I'm not allowed to talk about anything other than Fair. the single player. Um, but do you know what? The the cult, before I even talk about that, the cult and Juliana scenario is built so great. You've yeah. seen it in the trailers. You've done, you've, you've, you've seen it over and over again. But as soon as you start that game, you feel this Tom and Jerry, this back and forth. It almost feels like, that girl who um was who fancied you in school and used to bully you because she liked you <laughs> like all of that you get all of those dynamics like you know that there's been some type of connection relationship whatever it be friendship whether it be um he was her boss whatever the the scenario is between them you feel it instantly and she's always there she's always there in a constant presence because she's always talking to you like when you've just you could have just done a run and um you, and you don't kill anyone because you just want to you just want to pick up weapons and you want to discover things and you want to get the right slabs and she'll come back to you like 
Colt, you didn't kill anyone. What's going on with you? You're a changed man, blah, blah, blah. Like, she's always on your back, always nagging you. Mm. And it's pretty cool because when she does turn up, it feels super random. It doesn't feel like, like, for example, in Resident Evil Remake, when Mr. X turned up, it was just so annoying. It was just leave me alone. Like, yes. and obviously, that's meant to give, that's meant to give you that fear. <laughs> But with her, it's just confusion because you are planning to do your mission a certain way. You might want to go and find out this clue or something. And then she just you just get an alarm saying she's hunting for you. And she's not very difficult to kill, but it just throws your whole scenario. Like your heart flutters and you're like, oh my God, what am I doing? What am I doing? And what Colt has to do is he goes to, he basically goes through tunnels to get to each of the hubs. And each time you finish an area and you've done everything you need to do, you basically go back to the tunnel and then it goes to like a pause menu. You get a new loadout and then that's when you go to the next time of day. So even though the times uh, the, the times are moving during the day, it's not moving while you're in the thing. So you're not getting like from day to night while you're in your first run. It's mm -hmm. just going to stay day until you go back to the tunnels. But when she comes, all the tunnels get locked. <laughs> so you have to take her out. There's no, there's no, oh, let me just leave her alone. And yeah. um, so it's really, really cool. Basically, that was a long way of me saying it's really cool. <laughs> it's really good because I feel like she's just like, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. And then she's like, ha, ha, I'm here. And just the way they've done it is, is, is just so funny. That's awesome. So it seems like, and you, by, by talking about the combat, we've also talked a little bit about, uh, Juliana and Colt, but I want to just tag one last thing, one quick little thing about combat is AI. Because you said they're not that difficult. Are the AI smart or are they a couple of big dum-dums? Well, to be honest with you, I feel like, I personally don't think the AI are very smart. Like, they'll see you pretty quick, but they're very kind of Ubisoft-y, or okay. if you hide away long enough, they'll just not pay attention. But I feel like they come out of nowhere. And that's the thing, because like I was I was basically going to hunt down a visionary and he was in this room and I had it all set up like I was um, I hacked this machine to that shoots up the place and I put it in front of his door. So if he came out, he was going to get shot up. And then I waited and then the room had like nine, ten enemies just spawned out of nowhere. <laughs> they just running in on you. So. I don't think it's too I don't think it's too difficult but the reason why I think it's not too difficult is cuz you don't so far like I said I'm about 8 hours in and there's not been any buff for my health I've mm. had the same amount of health the whole time and in the game you can die twice and then it's a wrap so each time you die you you come back it, it loops you out and you can only die two times and then you have to start the loop all over again you lose everything so I feel like they're not too difficult on purpose because it's all about they're, they're more they're mainly distractions for you to get to where you need to. And that's what's really important about this game. It's more of a puzzle game than a shooter, even mm. though the shooting is incredible. But it's so much about how do I do this? That's awesome. And from what everything you're telling me, top level, of course, no spoilers because we can't um, and we wouldn't. <laughs> fans of the show now um but the story yay nay so far i, f I feel oh, like so the way you're saying it it's a big yay my g my whole mo is i play video games for stories yeah. that is me like Same. if it like i'm story first 
then mechanics, gameplay, visuals. Like, that's always me. And from the jump of this game, I just wanted to know what's going on. And I think what's amazing about this game is why it's so hard to be marketed. Mm -hmm. Because you can't explain too much without giving too much away. And it's why this embargo is so (laughs) blasted complex. Because they don't want people spoiling it. Like, as soon as you walk out, you want to know what's this. Why is this happening? Why is this interaction? Oh my goodness. Oh wow. What I have to go back already? What's going on over here? Like it's always questions. You're always asking things over and over again. Mm. And like I'm a completionist, yeah. That's my MO. Now I've got um Ghost of Shishima and I was like, you know what? Let me after I did my after I did my um my preview i was like let me just bang out iki island let me just get that done so i don't have to think about it again and literally every time i'm think playing it all i'm thinking about is what happened in death loop why did they do that like it's just <laughs> creeping on me the other day i had my dinner and i was watching i was watching fast nine which is a trash movie by the way oh, no, and then really? i was thinking yeah it's really bad oh. and i was thinking oh my goodness like that note blah 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 and it just keeps on playing on my mind That's and awesome. it takes a lot for a game to do that and maybe this is having this effect on me because i've never played an arcane game and maybe because mm. this is all brand new to me but the reason why in the beginning and it might have seen random i reference it to it being like a, a, a persona like i love persona 4 and i'm a big persona guy but persona 5 still blew me away and i think it's still gonna blow away the people who love the dishonored and the stuff like that but i think it's gonna make a new audience be like oh wow you can have a shooter like this because for me the last time i played a shooter that made me feel like this was when i played far cry 3 mm. And that's gonna excite Kyle. Real, real, real talk. That, that's his. That's his game. Well, man, the, you, you've. I don't even know how, but you've maybe even more excited for this game. That's a good thing. That's a good. Yeah, no, it's a great thing. It's a great thing. So before we head on out here, and you tell everybody where you could, where where they could find you. Um, obviously, you're very high on this game. So far, like I tell you the old, my only negative about this game. Go for it. For me personally, is the hubs are very similar. Okay. And obviously you're you're only visiting four hubs. And I think Dishonored was what, like 12 levels or something like that? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. So you're going to see a lot of similarity. And I would have preferred it, just me personally, if every hub was really different. Because obviously this isn't a real island. It's like, obviously we know it's not real because it's this Groundhog Day loop. (laughs) Something's going on. I would have loved one hub to look like a beautiful beach and another one to look like a Victorian tower. I don't know. Maybe that's the anime guy in me, but I would have loved to see huge visual differences between the hubs. And I don't feel like they are incredibly different um visually and because you keep on visiting them right. you learn them at the back of your hands that would be the only thing for me but yeah i'm like all all thumbs up all right man i'm i'm pumped i hope y'all are excited out there midas where where can they find you man where can people hear your lovely lovely voice thank you well um so i go by the name of mr midas um, I'm a video game TV presenter um, and I do loads of stuff. My main stuff is I'm a host for Jinx Esports TV. 
So you can catch me on, at Jinx.tv. Um, I've got a show called WTF on there and I've got a new thing coming out as well. Um, or I'm on Sky TV. So I'm in like Canada, UK, South America, South Africa. So you can watch me on TV on there. Um, on, the, on my own stuff, I've got, I started my own YouTube last year when the pandemic started, nice. um, which is called um, YouTube.com Mr. Midas Games, where I do reviews. Um I've got a small podcast series called Too Many Games and Not Enough Time. But yeah, I'm about, man. The best thing to do is just find me on socials and you'll see it. Because like, I just did two shows for Gamescom. Like I'm always hosting there events and, and, and stuff. So yeah, just um, everything. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Mr. Midas Games. There you go. And link to most of those things down below. More importantly, your Twitter and your and your YouTube down there. Also, his before, preview before for I go, as well. Yes. Before I go, i got to say... And the Trophy Room t-shirts are sick. Thank you. Thank you. Shout out sick. to Adam Leonard. Shout out to De Niro Primero. Those two guys, they're fantastic. With all that said, let's get right back into the show. With the power of editing, man, I can't believe they did that thing in Deathloop. Isn't that nuts, guys? That's crazy. Oh, my crazy. goodness. Oh, my goodness. Hey, Cog, question. Yo. Deathloop, you got to play that on PlayStation or you got to wait a year? I might, I might wait. Yeah, that's fine. No, because I know you're digging it. I know, I know you're. I'm you're all about it, it, bro. I mean, what it is is, it's one of those situations. This is where the Game Pass effect does kind of kick in. Yeah. But it, bro, the backlog is so crazy. It's true. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I got Iki Island out here. I just finished doing. Um, I got to plug myself a little bit. I just finished doing the Yuffie. Ooh. You know, the DLC. I still need to the... do that. Like it's bro. been sitting in front of my TV. Oh, like, Kyle, like, come on, play me. <laughs> I got. I guess I got to plug a little bit. You know, we we did a Secret Symbols Plus. You know, me, Hog, Attic, and um, bro, it was like. Without spoiling too much, they are getting so bold. Square Enix yeah. right now. And the potential, this could be one of the most boldest things in video games, and it'd be fearless for doing it. Mm. Or this could just fall in their face, <laughs> you know, and blow up. But I respect the ballsiness of what's going <laughs> on. And it's just like, yo, I don't, but what is happening? Yeah. So, yeah, like I never really played her before in um, the original Final Fantasy Seven. Mm-hmm. Like I used to take like Vincent, Red, all the other characters. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So to get her backstory and really appreciate the character. And it just, when I, once I turned it back on and I'm like, I'm seeing that PS5, I'm seeing that 60 frames. I'm, I'm like, damn, I love this game. The combat system so amazing. <laughs> so it's just so much yeah. to play between now and then that I'm like, you know what? Deathloop, I, I can wait. Okay. I, I'm not, you know, I'm not dying to that point. Yeah. I, I got a lot of stuff in my backlog still that I got to tackle. But, yo, the game itself, back to your point looks phenomenal i love that death mechanic i love that whole the banter with the characters and yeah. stuff like that it looks really cool arcane's in their bag yeah, man. and then look you know I, I i do not fault anyone for saying yo i ain't waiting normally i don't wait like final fantasy i was like i ain't waiting for no xbox bro. I'm, <laughs> okay, I'm getting that like forget whatever yeah. xbox doing that's their yeah. business i ain't waiting for this. this is my baby right here final fantasy 7 is my heart like that made me i'm in love with playstation it really introduced me to jrpgs and i had a loyalty to it ever since but yeah i'm curious to with with, with you know with you guys and yeah. stuff like that obviously you guys are not waiting but just in general with the, the franchise hype and stuff like i'm i'm there and like after talking to mr midas of like it really does feel like each level is a little marriage of a roguelite with hitman and i'm like when he when he was talking about like the conversations between juliana and colt i'm like oh my god 
this is this is this is something I wanna I wanna really sink my teeth into. And it's not just because it's a PlayStation game right now, but like it really does seem like this is a perfect game for people that aren't into arcane games or never tried an arcane game to get into their games. It it just sounds it sounds dope. And I've been itching to play a first person shooter. Ooh. on my ps5 i have yet to play a shooter on my ps5 think about that right? so I'm, I'm excited for that like i'll be honest Cog, destiny 2 is, is it's it's gnawing at me like i want to go back I, i'll say this so i'll say this much. when it comes <laughs> like to said, backlog's crazy when it comes uh, to the playstation yeah. 5 version it doesn't have mm-hmm. any haptics or any adaptive trigger stuff really that bummed me out yeah i hope yeah. with the witch queen um that they'll They'll yeah, they do something. Do, yeah, they need to do that. I was missing it, man. Crossplay, yeah, for sure, y'all. Ain't no <laughs> to play. Hey, Kong. I know. Hey, Joe only needs the raid for the platinum. Well, here's the oh, thing. Oh, we got you. They, okay. They changed it up a little bit. They changed the trophies oh. up. I thought so that's do. all I need. I need oh, okay. to be carried in a nightfall. Easy, easy. Uh, but like a master one, whatever that means. Oh yeah, the new yeah, yeah, we still got. And then the grand master nightfall. Oh, but that's yeah. We got to play a little. We got to play a little. Okay. And listen, I'm no slouch. I'm really good. I've done the raid before on PC. It's not like I'm like Yoda in the backpack. I'm like okay, or like Grogu in the backpack. You got Grogu in the backpack. Okay, I got you. I'm more like Master Yoda. I could jump out, do some flips and shit. I Absolutely. With that, listen, we're going to do some flash news, but really it's just news that I care about and only me. <laughs> I know you guys don't care about From Software. You you guys don't care that it's 143 days away until Ooh. the launch of Elden Ring. You guys don't Ooh. care about that it's been 2,353 days since the launch of Bloodborne. I get it. It doesn't surprise you nor impress you, but there is just some little tidbits that I want to just say here, and I didn't even need to write it down. I have it in memory. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Hell yeah. <laughs> there are two things that really surprised me. There was um, some like under, like, you know, under the veil type of uh, gameplay that was shown off to the major sites. So we were invited, but like, I know they released it by heart. <laughs> and so the cool thing here is that the level design, they're branching it out. They're not, they're doing what it feels like ocarina time meets breath of the wild so they said listen we're still gonna have the dungeons that you know from software to have but we're going to have this open area akin to an ocarina of time where you know you have these 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 dungeons but it's this huge overworld that you're kind of scaling and the one thing that they mentioned was breath of the wild where this map isn't going to necessarily tell you where things are so that it doesn't stress you out. And it's very meticulously put together in that, you know, a honeycomb esque way of from software level design. So they really wanted it to feel like, you know, this is something not just large, but also tall. 
in design. Mm -hmm. So I'm really digging what they got for me here. If you tell me it's Breath of the Wild, but better because it's from Ooh. software and weapons don't break, hopefully, then I am totally in on this. Because that's the thing about Breath of the Wild. I, I didn't like the shrines. I know. They overstayed I their know. welcome. And the weapon degradation, stupid. I hate uh, it. This is a controversial one. You're touching my soul. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Me, but I'm, I'm, you know what? It's fair. It's fair it's criticism. Fair. It's fair. And I will say, you know, even though I did like it, I felt the weapon system added a level of strategy <laughs> and complexity. Yes. But I do understand the frustration if you do have a weapon that you truly love and then you only get five swipes and then it breaks or whatever. Yeah. And to your point, and I've had this debate with Addict, and, you know, I got I got a better knee to him on this one, is that as he's a hardcore Zelda guy, even mm. though Breath of the Wild is one of my favorites, right? It's, it's yeah. the purity for me, right? Because I like Nintendo in an advanced state doing the 3D Zelda, that it, that excites me. Yeah. But to his point, if you look at each Zelda and you look at dungeons versus dungeons, they did have the weakest in comparison, yes. right? So that part I do, th those are valid criticisms. I I'll choose to ignore them because I'm biased, <laughs> but hey, you can feel how you feel. <laughs> exactly. And they have something called go ghost horses that you yes. ride. It's a steed. And I hope that we get some horse armor in there. Yeah. That's all I want. That's all I want. <clears throat> hey, Kyle, are you holding on to something? Kyle, are you holding on to something? What am I holding on to? What am I doing? What am I doing? Ooh, what you doing? What are we doing? Prepare the drop. Here are the latest deals and deals heading to the PlayStation storefront. The September PlayStation Plus games are here. Overcooked. All you can eat for the PlayStation 5. Hitman 2 for the PS4, and Predator Hunting Grounds for the PlayStation 4. Also, the Essential Picks sale. There's a new sale for the Essential Picks for PlayStation. I don't know. They're running out of names and whatever. Listen, you can pick up Blasphemous for 64% off. So there you go. Uh, how do you feel about the PlayStation Plus games, man? Uh, Always solid, man. Yeah. I feel they're solid. Yeah, they they lapping Xbox games with gold. I know that. <laughs> I don't even look at what games with gold doing. Yeah. I, I forgot that's still going on. <laughs> Do I agree with you guys out there finding Duke? I'm like, just get them out. We don't just need them. Get, yeah, it's just We're reading them. Like, why? <laughs> I think Matt is just like, why are we even reading these? <laughs> why are we reading these? <laughs> like, we had to stop. We were like, yeah, let's not let's, need to do this category you know, anymore. <laughs> we just, that's... It's so Game Pass, you know, you know, heavy. So I honestly think they will probably discarded it yeah it was i i think that was part you know of the a secondary part of that initiative when they tried to sneak rise the price up of yeah. of gold and stuff like that they ultimately want those subscribers to be um you know the game pass the gold yeah. subscribers to be game pass guys so that's what i think but into your question yeah playstation plus be killing it like hey, there's there's no doubt super high quality i remember when destruction all-stars was there i remember like just there's always something super solid you know up in there and yeah this is great you yeah. know overcooked is a solid game hitman 2 you know what i'm saying even predator so can't can't complain yeah absolutely kyle out of any one of these games which is the one that you're actually excited of dipping your toe into or is there out any of those one? three yeah um man it's tough because you, you know me i'm not a multiplayer guy so yeah. predator is not my thing yeah um overcooked is a great pick i already own overcooked okay so but i think that would be the one i would go to because i didn't dig hitman this year 
Okay. Like I, I can see that it's I can objectively sit back and say how great of a game that is made okay. and how much fun it is. It's just not a me thing. So Okay. I, I don't I don't see myself uh you know hopping into hitman 2 am i gonna add it to my library absolutely like you should too (laughs) because that's just something you have to do um but yeah nothing like crazy for me this this month i think next month will be a big one with maybe a little indie new indie either jet or kana i don't know okay okay. as far as the sale goes because i did see you put it in there i want to highlight a couple things things uh the crash bandicoot crash anniversary bundle it's usually 120 bucks it's half off for 60 you get the insane trilogy crash 4 and crash team racing oh wow that's That's a great deal and because gotham knights finally tweeted out an image of the court of owls the Arkham Collection is only twelve bucks. Yes. If you have not played those games, please mm-hmm. go play those games. Love of God, please. Yes. Oh yeah. Talking to me right here. I have not beaten any of them. I get oh, midway through, and I give up, and I just watch my brother play them, and it's just as good for me. Yeah, well, I mean that's fair. And just to for for uh, for your note there, Kyle, it's the same way where you're just like I can see why it's good. It's just not for me. I'm getting that with Psychonauts. Ooh. I'm getting like every, I haven't played it yet, so. everybody's singing its praises, and I, I'm like, Ooh. I can see the writing's excellent. Mm-hmm. You know, the performances are great. Mm-hmm. Um, the the platforming is fantastic. Mm-hmm. There's just something about the combat where it's just like it's not it's not doing will, it for me. I will say, you know what's funny, Joe? I'm so glad you said that mm. because that was literally me before I booted it up. Yeah, I was just like, to me, I I told people brutally honest, I would never play this game before it game. Yeah, like literally, and and I will say this: I'm with you. I even I was even more slanderous. I was like, I ain't like the way it looks. I was like, I don't think it looks impressive, you know. So I was kind of like, eh. And then when I started to hear more people talk about it, I'm like, all right, let me try. I will say this: mm. it did get me. It it, it 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 it's a charming game, and and and, it, and I will say. It is something about the complexity with the the, the voice acting. It's just fun. It's just yeah. it, it's. I can't. You gotta. I would just say if you it's do hilarious. try it, yeah, just boot it up, see how you like it, and then do a level, or whatever. But I, the first level did with me. I said, okay, you know what? I'm gonna stick around. From what I'm I've heard, it's double fine at its finest. Yes, and, and yes. like I, what a what a get by Xbox to take double fine. Oh, like, yeah. The, yeah. super talented. The first game is pretty damn good i remember it fondly even though i never finished it completely i do remember having a great time with it Mm. and i can't wait to dive into two once i put hades to the side but no joe i I totally understand where you're coming from trust me okay all right good good because i'm I'm afraid to say that online especially with our mutual friend ains he'll hit me (laughs) just has i love to him i'm scared did he hit you after you talk trash about biomutant Listen, how would you rate that game a nine? Well, I'm just saying, Angel if he didn't hit you right with that, you. I think you're good. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> and now it's my favorite time. Let's go. For the Sony Pony Express. Yeah! <laughs> and now, as you know, you can send your questions in via PS Trophy Room on Twitter. You can add us there. We'll answer them on the show. Or... You could go over to our Discord server. You could send us questions. I ask for them each and every Wednesday before we record. Uh, this week, I was a little late. My apologies. It'll never happen again. I promise you guys it'll never happen again. 
And with that, a lot of people knew you were coming on, and they gave us a lot of Xbox-related questions. Okay. And Cog, I don't know if you know this, last week we created a new segment. We have made an Xbox podcast inside a PlayStation show. Okay. Oh, y'all rolled the red coffin out Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. So here's the intro of the Achievement Hall, an Xbox podcast that lives in a PlayStation show. Okay. Where Game Pass is the greatest ever made thing, designed. <laughs> thing. Phil, Sp- <laughs> Phil Spencer is a god amongst mere mortals. Don't go in um, too deep, because you, you started talking about getting achievements after the sh- podcast. That's is true. Over. <laughs> oof, <laughs> oof. And let me pull myself out. Oh, Okay. First question here. This comes from Cloudside. All right. This one's a good one. This one's a good one. If you could have one Xbox exclusive come over to PlayStation, which one would it be? Oh, this is good. This is good. Xbox exclusive yeah. come over to PlayStation. Yeah. I think Kyle kind of alluded that my only one of the fewer deficiencies is I feel is like the first person genre. Mm-hmm. I feel that is lacking. Obviously, we talked about, you know, what's, what's going on. So. I might have to go for the for the big one, man. I might have to go for the. You might need some Halo rings over yeah. here. Man. Yeah, you, you just because you know what it is. It, it, it would solve a multitude of things. You mm. know what I'm saying? Again, the only we, we know you guys the the, the, the most dominant narrative, yeah. emotional, great single player experience. Sorry. Hashtag Say just it. one. At triple A bangers. Triple A bangers. Hashtag <laughs> you had just one. Just one. Not at this. <laughs> Listen, the Xbox community gets mad at me because I tell them, I'll be like, we don't want to copy them. No, like these games are extremely successful. Yeah. So in that vein, Xbox should have one new IP like that. And in the opposite vein, I feel like, you know, Sony should have a first person, you know, amazing game that has multiplayer components and stuff like that, that creates that engagement. And yeah, why not? Why not, man? And yo. Phil did say wherever Game Pass exists, you never know. <laughs> you never know. Honest to goodness, I would. A part of me says Gears, but Gears has become such a a, a niche audience when it comes to multiplayer. Yeah. So, like for me, I would love Halo because then, like, yeah. I never really need an Xbox. I just got it Bro. this year. You know, it would be it would be insane. Here's a question. I'll let you think on this while while Kyle gives his his point. What is a PlayStation game that you would want on Xbox? And with that, I'm gonna head over to Kyle while Cog thinks about this. Kyle, I think, what's an Xbox game you want? I mean, Halo would be great. Okay, uh, mm-hmm. but I feel like what it's missing, what they missing, is the arcade racing of Forza Horizon. Oh, bring that on over, because Gran Turismo is not everyone's bag. Okay, it's very sim like, but give yeah, me the Horizon. Cool version of forza and mm-hmm. i think that would be controversial Contra Kyle, I, I, I don't want them coming for you the grand turismo lord and honestly you know what can i get a little petty here i'll take back the halo uh, you know sentiment because everybody knows that that's such a cop-out i'm not here for the cop-out mm-hmm. answers anymore i want to i want to hurt xbox the way they they hurt us when they took double fine um, I want Banjo Kazooie. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. I see like that. This one. I like mm-hmm. that. Nuts and bolts too. Just to spite Ninja him. Theory back. We're Let's just take Ninja, Ninja Theory back. back. I'm done with you. <laughs> Cog, 
What what say you? What is one PlayStation franchise you'd like to see on Xbox? Y'all know y'all know who I am. That's right. You know who I am. Yeah, I knew it. You know who I am. I am the gaming ninja. Brother, let's get God, that looks so good on you. (laughs) Bro, this is my baby right here. It's Jin Sakai. Mm -hmm. Listen, that game means so much to me, bro. Like it it touches everything because it's it's the open world, but it's an open world done in a way that doesn't give me sensory overload. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, the wind is there. Oh, let me go see what that fox is doing. Oh, let me go up there. Like, so it's just this natural exploration. Then you got these amazing legends quests, these duels, these cinematic old school samurai, you versus me. Then I am a huge for one of my favorite PlayStation games of all time. This game called Tenchu. Yes. Stealth guy. Mm -hmm. And the beauty of Ghost of Tsushima, you could come in and announce yourself. I am Jin Sakai Samurai, or, or you know, guy, and you can face ten to thirteen people and lose, and that's your business. Or you can be stealthy. You can be the ninja. That's right. You can go around using dirty tricks, smoke bombs, all that <laughs> stuff, bro. That game speaks to my soul. Yep. Yep. I want them to steal this game. <laughs> <laughs> I love this game with all my heart. You see, every time I anything on my timeline, I put cherry. If your game has ninjas and cherry blossoms, games in here. Yeah. It's game of the year. Yeah. It's game of the year. That's, so, yes. I love, and I love how you did not put that mouse out for a second. You're like, no, I am the ghost right now. I am the ghost. R- Real talk, that is, uh, it, honestly, the more I think about it, it's like, this is it's one of my favorite games of all time. It's on the top five. It is. It Easily is top three. Like, it's Easy. just, Easy. oh, speaks to my soul. All right. I can't believe Sucker Punch did that. I just had to give them flowers. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Absolutely. Love you all so much over there. Uh, here's, a, here's a very important question, okay? And how you answer this determines on if you come back here, okay? And no cheats on this one. I'm not going to tell you which one to pick. Ask what, not why, or asks. Classic but uh, crucial question for Lord Cognito. Nacho cheese or Cool Ranch Doritos? It's going to be very very controversial. Mm -hmm. I may piss off. But brother, it's nacho cheese for me. Oof. I looked at I you and you know. looked like a nacho cheese guy. I'm a nacho <laughs> cheese yeah, right. guy. All you know, right. all right, I'm going to be full disclosure. Yeah. They don't really be having Cool Ranch a lot by me. <laughs> so, <laughs> full disclosure, yeah. I haven't had it enough. Okay. I, I, it's by proxy. <laughs> what, what, what is available? Yeah. I can only deal with what is available. So full disclosure, I really only had Cool Ranch maybe once or twice. Oh, wow. I didn't hate it. But it's just okay. natural. Yeah, I never really had it a lot, to be honest. Okay. Fair, yeah. fair enough, fair so enough. That's so that, that's my out. Don't don't banish me. <laughs> okay, all right. Joseph will remember that. <laughs> I like that. Oh, my goodness. Okay, TPR writes in. First, pleasure to have you uh, here, Cog. Been listening to D, uh, DD for a while, and you're a welcomed addition here or there. I successfully pre-ordered the Halo 5 Series X. Oh, my goodness. Good good on you, dude. The bad news is I have to wait until November to play my first Xbox ever. Ooh. Ooh. Though xCloud could provide me. With some solace in the meantime, how has your xCloud experience been over the past month or so? Oh, well, salute, salute, TPR. You know what I mean? That's love. Um, Yeah, sorry about you had to wait. That's just so long. But um, xCloud has been good for me. Now, it's 
It's a mixed bag for some. Look, it's not sure. going to be every, it's, it's a lot of factors here, right? So the first thing is going to be to determine how you're doing it. If you're like me, you, I use sometimes I'm in the doctor's office, I use my phone, I got it connected to my Razor Kishi, and I'm going off of 4G. But again, that's dependent on your coverage situation and what's going on. If you chose to choose that option, then you have the option hey, you're in the house or someone's on the console, whatever, use Wi Fi. You could do that. Now they have the the in browser experience. I will say this. Yeah, it is improved tremendously on the back end since they upgraded to the Series X server blades. Mm-hmm. To the point now, where I'm like, wow. Some games, I'm like, I'm not even noticing any really? perceptible lag. Now, the only thing I would advise, just brutally honest, mm-hmm. if you are Mister Competitive Shooter, and no, don't go in there thinking that you're gonna get. You know, it's not, to me, the most ideal if you're doing that. You will notice it then, in my opinion. You know, so I'm not like going into Destiny's PvP and talking about I'm trying to slay everybody. But if I'm doing a a strike or a mission, and there's other games, I will say, that also um, really cater to it. Like, for example, the tactics games and, the you know, anything with turn-based and all that, like, you're fine. Like, I played Yakuza like a dragon for like an hour and a half Ooh. in the doctor's office. It just just did so much work. It got so much progress. But no, it's good. It's good. It's a great substitute. It's an additional thing. And for some, it's going to work. But it's dependent on one, your network coverage. Like I said, if you're going to use the cell phone option. Yeah. And then two, obviously, your, your, your internet kind of thing. But it has improved substantially. I, I like how xCloud has made you forget about our broken healthcare system. Where yes. you're waiting in there for an hour plus, <laughs> and you're like, "Bro, all right. so bad. It's so bad." I'm like, "All right." And then what's funny? I'm missing like, a toe, I, but I can wait. Yeah, I can. Like, it, I look forward to waiting. Now yeah. you go to DMV, you go here, you go. There. Oh, I gotta wait an hour. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, you know, what I'm saying yeah. I've just got my little thing and I'm chilling. So that's where I love it. It eliminates all all the wait. So yeah, I would say. If you want to do that right, get get the Kishi. Like I said, the ops, I tried the clip thing. Mm-hmm. Eh, you know, it didn't. It didn't. I mean, yeah, people like the the full controller stuff, but I, I like a, a switch like device. Yeah. That's just me. So yeah, I, I have the backbone. I haven't tried since they switched to the server blades, but I wasn't terribly impressed because mm-hmm. the browser thing wasn't wasn't doing it for me. Yeah. So oh, you're doing I, iPhone? Yeah, that? yeah. Right. See that now. That's another caveat. Yeah. Because that experience is different. See, I'm, I'm I'm an Android guy, so I feel when I did try the iPhone, it was that in browser to me again. Even though it's kind of an additional layer, in my opinion, Fair. you know what I'm saying. Now I have not tested it in a long time, but you would I would defer to you on that. If it wasn't a great experience, you know, for you, I, I completely understand. I completely get it. All right. All right. Here's a question by uh, by Death by Clamps. Okay, let me let me read this one out because I get a little lost here, Death by Clans, but you're going to help me through it. Hello, beautiful people. Congratulations on becoming the co-host of Defining Duke and the newest member of Last Stand Media, Mr. Lord Cognito. I just recently built a PC and have checked out the PC version of Game Pass. Do either of you foresee Xbox expanding games they offer for PC through Game Pass now that PlayStation seems to be stepping into the scene? 
I scrolled through the catalog and couldn't find any more than four games to justify the price of the subscription for me, two of which being the Master Chief Collection and the Halo Infinite. Many of the games that I would be interested in, I have received through PlayStation Plus. Thank you all for everything. So there is some disparity between Game Pass PC and Game Pass itself. And it's obviously my biggest issue that I have with the service. Uh, what do you take by uh, Death by Claim's question here, Cog? Yeah, it's a great question. And I've been trying to fight this fight for a while. You know, um, I've been on the front lines, you know, saying that, look, it needs a lot of work. Yeah. It needs a lot of work because there's two things going on. One, um, is the quality of some of the ports on PC for Game Pass. You know, some of them, when you do comparison to their Steam brethren, some yeah. don't hold up well at all. And to me, if they are going to be a global brand and, and have this expansion, you have to make sure that this is working. Otherwise, the PC community is not taking you seriously. Yeah. So that's number one. Two, I did hear on the back end that that is a priority. I know they've made some changes there. They still work. That's a work in progress. Um, as far as the main issue, which is I feel is the title disparity. So you'll have, oh, Outriders is on console, mm-hmm. but you know, it's not on this one. Or MLB is on this one, but it's not on that one. And it, 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 and then like the console guys are like, hey, the RTS games or Age of Empires is on PC for Game Pass, but it's not. So uh, that to me is still an issue because in my opinion, you need uniformity. Now mm-hmm. I get the RTSs to an extent because I understand to dumb that down into a controller base for console is harder. I get that part. But for example, I believe it was outriders and destiny are still even though they're in console game pass they are not in pc game pass maybe outriders i may be wrong no no i think you're right and which makes me feel like they've made separate deals with them correct right and and again that's all well i know what they're trying to do to to boost the attractiveness of the series Mm -hmm. x but if you're trying to sell a pc gamer onto it they have work to do it i, I would be remiss if i don't shout out the amazing jez Corden, windows central he had a tremendous article about this he went in he he ripped it to shreds he was like you know it's not good a lot of these ports and a lot of the, it is a lot of issues now game bar is great i love game bar you press windows g yeah. it simulates the uh the xbox live experience if you would have on console it's really good that part they've done ph- phenomenal you know but at the end of the day our case in point yeah. good friend ains on the show all of us are cool with ains right he's all right I remember, you know, getting Streets of Rage for you. <laughs> You're funny. I remember getting rid of Streets of Rage 4, and I said, oh, you know what? Let me test the cross-play functionality with PC, you know, Game Pass. He's on Xbox. So we like, yo, we fired it up. And he's like, Cog, I can't see you. I can't find you. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, I could not get a multiplayer match going. And I would go to the forums and people were having, I remember having issues just launching the game. Mm-hmm. It was always something. And I'm just like, so what, I'll give you some inside baseball and then I'll finish up. Okay. The last point I'm hearing is that, you know, I was asked specifically for feedback. And I said, you sure you want me? Because uh, I don't tell you what you want to hear. I tell you what you need to hear. So you sure you want me? And I was told yes. So I, I told him, I said, it's unacceptable. Yeah. It's unacceptable. You, ha- you have to, you have to, if you want to be taken seriously in a space, 
you have to really make changes. So from my understanding, things are happening. That is a priority. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to see slower things. I think the Ascent made some updates recently sure. and some other stuff. So it's going to be a process for them. But to Growing this pains. is a great question. Yeah. Growing pains, but they have to work it out. Yeah, absolutely. That's my biggest issue with the service as well. Is it's like, dude, I there is way too much disparity between these two platforms. And you're supposed to be the person bridging it. Yeah, there are some you know games that can't be on console that are on pc mm-hmm. there's gonna be some games that are on console that aren't gonna translate well to pc right. but right. there needs to be this more you know bridged approach because yeah right now what they have to me i, f- I feel like that's the biggest fault of game passes i feel like whether you're i, I think on the pc end more than ever you're kind of getting boned yeah. out of the stuff that is being advertised yes. to you and that 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 kind of sucks. I, I will say though, while I'm yeah. trying to just scroll through what's available on the PC Game Pass, mm-hmm. um, who is that? That was Death by Clams. Yep. Yeah. Uh, don't be afraid, as the indie guy here. Don't be afraid to hop into some indies. There are some <laughs> yes. really fantastic oh, yes. indies on yes. PC Game Pass yes. that you need to try out. Like that is, I think, where indies shine is through Game yes. Pass because they're the barrier of entry is gone. So just like to hop in for a game like Katana Zero, which was on Switch, yeah. it's on Game Pass. It's fantastic. Uh, uh, what was the other one I just scrolled by that I completely Donut County? I mean, come on, mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. Chris Tales, which is a brand new JRPG that's on there. Like, there's that's great. there's some solid things on there. So don't be afraid mm-hmm. to hop in, play for a little bit, see if it's your jam or not. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a joy of Game Pass. With that said, we did have a question for Jedi Master Run, but I think we actually already answered that with Mr. Midas talking about Deathloop. So my apologies, Jedi Master Run. I'm seeing you. Um, So we're going to get this last question here just for time's sake. Half-Thumbed Gamer writes in, Tony Hawk crosses over into Twisted Metal. What is his special power move? My suggestion is that he has blades on his board that does the 900 jump, uh, well, sorry, well jumping towards other cars. And does he ask Calypso for when he wins? What does he ask Calypso? I'm going to defer to you guys on this one. <laughs> all right, all right. Here's, here's what I want. Here's what I want. First off, his special move is the impossible. I remember okay. trying to do the impossible in Tony Hawk, and it was almost impossible. So I just want him to just be a floating orb. It's just a board, a board flip. What's the one where he does? <laughs> listen, it's the 900? Is it the 900? The 900 is oh. when he spins like two and a half times. Well, then there you go. That's all I wanted. <laughs> it's, it's, it's literally what half flip. What he asks is for knees. Because at this point, listen. Tony Hawk has seen better days. I, His yeah. knees wise, he's taken a lot of falls, taking a lot of jumps. He needs knees. Maybe King could give him to him, but King need to help him up. All right, good. I, I, when I think of Tony Hawk and Twisted Metal, I think lean into Tony Hawk's name, right? And he's going to shoot mechanical hawks out of his okay 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 just dive bomb and they're homing missiles that's that's what he's gonna do what he's gonna ask for he's gonna ask for his son to continue the hawk legacy forever Mm. and and there will be riley hawk pro skater (laughs) nine riley hawk (laughs) yeah i like those two for you i like like those I like it. With that, that's all the time we got for the trophy room this week. Again, there was a lot of stuff we talked about. We covered it pretty darn fast, too. And I hope you guys liked uh, Mr. Midas as well, because I really enjoyed uh, our conversation. So please, 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 if you don't mind, 
hit us with that five stars. Again, we're doing that Kina giveaway. So over on Apple Podcasts, rate us five stars, and you have a chance to win Kina a Bridge a Spirit. So that said, head on over there. You know, five stars, boop, 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 boop. you know what the deal. But before we head on out, Mr. Lord Cognito, sir, it's been an honor. As always, a blast having you on. Where can people find you? You already know, man. At Lord Cognito on Twitter, Iron Lords Podcast on YouTube, Last Stand Media. I'm on there, Defining Duke. You check the playlist there. Got a lot of my stuff, me and Mr. Destimati plays, and also the Last Word Podcast, where you can also find on the Iron Lords Podcast channel as well. And uh, man, this was a lot of fun, man. A lot of fun. And I got to plug Lords of Gaming down there, of course. Of course. But um, yeah, the website, you know, check that out when you can. But a lot of fun, man. I really, really enjoy your guys' podcast. It's always a pleasure to come to the trophy room. Absolutely. It's always fun. Energy is hot. It's professional. And you guys are gamers. And that that that's what's important to me. So much when I do have time, I'll try to come through and <laughs> spread some love, have our jokes, and listen to the slander. <laughs> <laughs> that was happening and i'll make sure to say yeah. banger every single time Oof. i come back cog only you only you could pull it off all right nobody I'm else in. here not I'm awesome in. dave not kyle <laughs> not nagachaka only you uh no honestly and and uh when it comes to defining dukes i love what you said i i think two weeks ago which is like i don't care what your background is i don't care whatever it is you're a gamer you game i'm gonna respect you that is likewise my motto is like, listen, the world is already depressing enough. Let's just talk about games. Let's have fun. Preach. Games should be a celebration. We should be celebrating these people that are making Preach. these things. Uh, it's impo- like, it's seemingly impossible. If I told you, Hey, Kyle, I'm making a world and it's interactive and there's a story if you want it. And Whoa, it's action packed. That sounds like a banger of an idea, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> He was doing so well. <laughs> you can't help. Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> damn, damn. He got me good. He's a real son of a gun. That was good. That was good. Uh, let people know where they can find you. Sure. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Before K7. I bury you. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm burying you. Bury you. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Mr. Ksep, same on Xbox and on PSN. So send me those friend requests. And you can follow all the indie game coverage that we do over at 61indie at 61indie.com. That's S-I-X-O-N-E-I-N-D-I-E. Uh, same thing on Twitch and YouTube. Nice. There you go. And before we close out the show, let me head on over to the bounty board. That's what I almost forgot to do today. And we got a five-star review over from The Kills 21. They write, PlayStation 4L. Oh, is that forever? I don't know. But with that said, <laughs> they write as a for PlayStation. Life, that means. Oh, for life. Uh, there you go. go. It could have been something evil. I would be like, oh, yeah, it's, it's great. <laughs> uh, as a PlayStation gamer for over 20 years, what I like about this podcast is his genuine love they have for games in general, but spotlight Please. Sony still. I guess by internet terms, that would. Uh, I would be a PlayStation fanboy, meh. But however, I grew up loving all the franchises of PlayStation has always offered, and no matter the hardships growing up, always managed to get a PlayStation console one way or the other. I feel like it's just as a dear, as, oh sorry, it's just as dear to both Kyle and Joe, and which why the chemistry is so effortless and well delivered every episode. 
keep up the great work, gentlemen. Thank you Appreciate so much, you. Kills. That's yeah, awesome. It's, Thank it's, you. it's evident. That's why I was so glad, you know, when we did our PlayStation special that both of you were able to accept and come on. We're going to do more of that stuff. I got more fun stuff planned. And it's, it's cool, man. Just, you know, regardless of whatever platform, like you said earlier, Joe's like gaming is the unifier, right? And, and you can tell. You can tell when people love it. Yeah. You can tell when people are passionate about it. It, it, it radiates off both of you. And it, it's dope to see, man. So keep up the fantastic work. Thank and you. like Thank you said, you. It, everyone sees it. It's, every, it just, it's only a matter of time. Bro. Thank you. Thank keep you. Doing what you do. Yeah, man. The one post on Twitter that got a lot of love, um, a lot of people like to say, man, you, you're an inspiration to me. I'm like, me? An inspiration? Oof. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I. All people watch, you'd be surprised. Yeah, man, it's it it is it's it's something that I never considered, and um, Mm -hmm. it yeah, I'm I'm really happy that people people dig us, people tune in, and yeah, it's comments like these are literally the reason that we keep going. So thank you so freaking much. Uh, With that, you can find me over at Mr. Badbit. You can find the show over at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. And you can find the video version of the show over at the Trophy Room Show on YouTube. You can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Google Play. Wherever you get your podcast service of choice, we're on there. And if we're not, you let me know. And Mr. Badbit will go to that person's house. You say, hey, Mr. Spotify, (laughs) you put us back on. Tim Apple, don't make me fight you again. Because I will. Uh, no. Badger House bit is back. <laughs> <laughs> with all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody, keep hunting. Keep playing PlayStation. See you guys.